Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. Parking at SFO is easy when you book online. You can choose dates and times in advance and secure the best rates to make your departure stress-free. Learn more at flysfo.com parking. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Marie Bolaños in San Francisco. As communities across the state grapple with the long-term impacts of recent floods, added challenges are coming to light. Stormwater has flushed more fertilizer and manure into aquifers, which could pollute drinking water in much of the state. CalMatters environment reporter Alistair Bland has more. Towns across California, especially farm communities in the San Joaquin and Salinas Valleys, have been plagued for decades with nitrate-contaminated groundwater. Nitrate is a pollutant that comes mostly from nitrogen fertilizers used on crops and orchards, but also from animal manure at dairy farms. Now, contamination of these water systems could get worse. The rain that soaked many of the state's farms and dairies this year also washed nitrate into underground basins that provide drinking water. In some places, the stormwater could improve conditions by diluting the nitrate, but in others, nitrate levels could jump. It's hard to quantify the nitrate problem because so many people have private wells. There are about 150,000 of them in the Central Valley and few are routinely monitored for contaminants. That was CalMatters environment reporter Alistair Bland. State regulators will be providing 100% of the water requested by cities and farms, thanks in large part to winter storms, which have filled reservoirs and built massive snowpack. The State Water Project, a system of reservoirs, canals, and dams across California, will provide full water allocations to the 27 million customers it serves, which includes about 750,000 acres of farmland. The last time the Department of Water Resources fully met water requests was in 2006. And just last year, when the state was stuck in a years-long drought, regulators slashed water allocations for those who rely on the state water project to 5%. A young correctional officer. He said it was the most dangerous prison in California. Forced to make a choice. Fulfill his oath or back his fellow officers. Recognize the badge of my office. I'm Suki Lewis from KQED Podcasts comes On Our Watch Season 2. New Folsom, a story about who gets hurt when the system that promises to keep us safe is bent on protecting itself. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Jason Flom, and you're Maggie Freeling. Hey, Jason. Every day we learn about another person who shouldn't be in prison. 58 years in prison for a crime he didn't commit. So glad you're home. If you want to be part of this work, listen to Wrongful Conviction. The podcast where we hand the mic to innocent people to hear their stories. How do you send someone innocent to prison? Listen to new episodes of Wrongful Conviction with Maggie Freeling and Jason Flom on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For decades, Dianne Feinstein has been one of the most popular politicians in California. Now 89 years old and recovering in San Francisco from a bout of shingles, she's facing calls to resign. KQED politics editor Scott Schaefer asked voters for their thoughts about the senior senator. 
At a children's playground in San Francisco's Mission District, music teacher Thomas Dinish takes a break from eating a sandwich to consider Diane Feinstein's career. You know, she's been in the game forever. Um, you have to respect the woman for what she's done. And then what about people who are saying, you know what, you need to resign because you can't go back there and vote right now? Uh, I think that decision's up to her and, and her people and her team. On 24th Street, Edith Reyes notes the high stakes in Washington right now. She's voted for Feinstein before and thinks she's done an adequate job, but... There's a time for a change and this may be it for Diane Feinstein to step down and allow somebody else to take her place. Down the street, Andre Barnes says he's lived in the city a long time, but it's been years since he's even thought about Feinstein. You know what I mean? Like when Willie Brown was like a state legislator, you kind of understood what he was doing. He raised money, he got, he got things done. Feinstein, I just don't have a clue. She should go enjoy her life. She's old. Of course, old is a relative word. On a recent morning at the Rossmore Retirement Community in Walnut Creek, seniors were playing a vigorous game of pickleball. Inside a nearby clubhouse, three members of the Rossmore Democratic Club mulled over the Feinstein dilemma. At 91, Joyce Brock is older than Feinstein, but she rejects the idea that Feinstein is being treated unfairly because she's a woman. I don't think this is, has to do with gender. Because of my age, I know myself that I'm not as good as I was when I was 85. Her friend, Alice Claire King, a relatively young 79, notes that the nearly 40 million people in California need a full voice in Washington. As the biggest state in the country, uh, with only two senators, we need her vote. We need um, a senator who's at full speed and can give his or her all. Amal Molik, calling on his Indian heritage, has a nuanced take on Feinstein's age. In the Asian culture, age is regarded as a very great value. Like the other two, Molik seems resigned to the fact that ultimately Feinstein may have to step down, giving Governor Gavin Newsom an appointment. But let's just be clear on this. There'll be no voice like Dianne Feinstein. Whoever he appoints will have very large shoes to fill. Meanwhile, Feinstein's staff insists she'll be back in Washington once her health allows her to travel. For the California Report, I'm Scott Schaefer. If you've tried to buy a ticket to a concert or sporting event recently, you've probably experienced a bit of sticker shock. Prices have been rising in large part due to sky-high service charges from companies like Ticketmaster and Live Nation. For that reason, Southern California State Senator Scott Wilk has proposed a bill to end what he calls a monopoly in the ticket service industry. Ticketmaster will require venues to sign an exclusive agreement with them and in return, they get access to the Live Nation talent. And if you do that, you're rewarded with a kickback. Venue gets a kickback. But let's be honest, all those costs are passed on to the consumers. Wilk says SB 829 would prohibit those exclusivity clauses and allow venues to work with other ticket sellers if they so choose. The bill passed its first committee hearing this week, in which one senator complained about paying $800 in service fees for four tickets to the Kings Warriors playoff series. A corresponding bill has been introduced in the state assembly that would better regulate the secondary ticket marketplace.
And that's the California Report for Friday, April 21st. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Danny Bringer, Brendan Willard, Jim Bennett, Catherine Monahan, Christopher Beale, and Seal Muller. Our producers are Izzy Bloom and Keith Mizuguchi. Our senior editor is Angela Corral. Our interim director of news is Erica Kelly. Our vice president of news is Ethan Tovin Lindsay. And our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and Adult and Children's Health Systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives. StanfordMedicine.org. The Wesley Foundation, investing in California's underserved youth. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes 11th Hour Racing, working to connect sustainability with sport to help restore ocean health. On the web at 11thHourRacing.org. Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. Parking at SFO is easy when you book online. You can choose dates and times in advance and secure the best rates to make your departure stress-free. Learn more at flysfo.com parking. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions. Online or through Star One's mobile app, Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. I'm Jason Flom. And you're Maggie Freeling. Hey, Jason. Every day we learn about another person who shouldn't be in prison. 58 years in prison for a crime he didn't commit. So glad you're home. If you want to be part of this work, listen to Wrongful Conviction. The podcast where we hand the mic to innocent people to hear their stories. How do you send someone innocent to prison? Listen to new episodes of Wrongful Conviction with Maggie Freeling and Jason Flom on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.